0: Yo, 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 what's going on, good people? Time is 10.02 Eastern Time, Monday, November 9th, 2020. And you're on with another episode of The Bridge. We'll get down with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush is all the same. He'll bring you my humble opinion about things that I like to talk about, sports, music, politics, local, national, and world events, things that's going on in our everyday lives, things that affect us every day. Uh, Once again, as always, for the past eight months, I'm going to start off with COVID-19 updates. Um, as of right now, we have over 9 million cases in the United States. We have over 237,587 deaths. That's in the United States globally. We have over 50 million cases and deaths. We have over a million, 1.2 million deaths around the world. Um, as always, like I say, people, please take this seriously. We are not out of the woods yet. We are not out of the woods yet. We are still dealing with this. Very deadly virus that's going around every day. Um, As of over this weekend, I learned that the Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows, of the White House, tested positive for COVID, along with six other staff members inside the White House. Um, And other COVID-related news, um, quarterback Matthew Stafford for the Detroit Lions, Andy Dalton for the Dallas Cowboys, and Baker Mayfield for the Cleveland Browns. They all went on the COVID-19 list. They didn't test positive for it, but someone close to them test positive for it. So they had to get a test done and um, wait for the results to come back. People, please. This is serious. This is not going away. Uh, just got a new update from CNN this morning that on uh, Pfizer, that their early analysis showed that they have a uh, COVID-19 vaccine that's over 90 percent effective. So that's about the best news as far as the vaccine go that I've heard in the recent months. So they have over a 90% vaccine that is effective that could work. Hopefully it'll be hundred percent soon. Hopefully they will have a new, hopefully this will be out so people can get tested. People can get help. People can get the help that they need. Um, this is very serious. My wife and I, we got tested over the weekend. I know CVS has a rapid test. That can be done in 10 to 15 minutes. Some CBS's, I don't know if all of them do it. You have to find out which one does it in your local area. You call, make an appointment, show up, give them a call when you're in the parking lot. You go in there, give them the information. You do the swab thing yourself in both nostrils of your nose. And they have your test results back in 10 to 15 minutes. Me and my wife had it done Saturday. So, and we thank God, by the grace of God, we both came back negative. So people, please take this seriously. This is not a joke. This is not a game. This is something that we've been dealing with since March that the government has known since January. And we've been dealing with it as a public since March. And here we are going into here we are in the middle of November and pretty much going to go into the year 2021 dealing with this daily virus. Keep your distance wear your so wear your mask. If you don't have to be out, don't go out. Sanitize yourself early and often as possible. People, please take this thing seriously. It's not going away. This is something that maybe if the government took this seriously early in the year, we would have had a better control of it. But since they didn't, here we are. So people, please take this thing seriously. This is not going away. Well, we had an election last week and it is a new day in America. It is a new day. It's a new time. It's a new wave and it's a blue wave. Um, the American people have spoken by 75 million votes in the United States of America shows that president elect Joe Biden will be the 46th president of these United States. And Kamala Harris will be the first woman of color, black woman, of uh, black, a uh, black woman of Asian South Asian descent, a woman who went to an HBCU. She covers so many grounds, Senator from California. She will be the first woman of color to be elected vice president this election showed that um, the american people have spoken he was able to flip uh, from lap from the 2016 election he was able to flip the states of wisconsin he was able to flip the states of michigan back to democrat and the big one that he flipped was the state that i live in pennsylvania mainly because of the city that i live in philadelphia He flipped the major cities in the state of Pennsylvania, which is always pretty much Democratic, Allegheny County, which is Pittsburgh State College, where Penn State University is located, Uh, pretty much the entire city of Erie, and pretty much all of Philadelphia County, along with all the surrounding uh, counties, Bucks County, Montgomery County, Delaware County, and of course, Philadelphia County. The last updates that I saw, he won the state of Pennsylvania by 45, he's still leading they're still counting votes. They have not, they're not done counting votes. He beat, He won the state of Pennsylvania or leading the state of Pennsylvania by 45,000 votes. So you cannot tell me that voting does not matter because in 2016, he won the state of Pennsylvania by 44,000 votes. But mind you, 240,000 people in this state alone that are registered voters did not vote. So you can't tell me that voting does not matter. And definitely in the surprise of the election, the state of Georgia, the the peach state, the ruby red state of Georgia, flipped Democrat. The first time that that state has flipped Democrat since 1992, when Bill Clinton was elected president. Almost 30 years ago, the state of Georgia flipped blue for Democrat, mainly because of of the black people in the cities of Atlanta, Augusta. Savannah and Columbus, they flipped the state of Georgia. The last time I checked the numbers, they were Democrat. We were they were leading, uh, Biden was leading in Georgia by 10,000 votes. People do not ever think your vote doesn't matter, especially black people, especially black men. Don't ever think your vote doesn't matter because this election proved that it proved that. They flipped Georgia blue. They flipped Georgia Democratic for the first time in almost 30 years. Some people still will think that voting doesn't matter. They don't trust either candidate. I get that. I don't care how you feel about Joe Biden. I don't care how you feel about Kamala Harris. I know this for a fact. One thing for sure. and Two things for certain. I saw what this country has looked like under Donald Trump for the past four years. And I didn't want to see four more years of that. It felt like we as an American people, the celebrations that was going on Saturday when the news broke around 11 o'clock, almost 12 o'clock noon Saturday afternoon when the news broke and everybody found out, you would have thought each city, their favorite team had won a championship because people were outside popping champagne, they were smoking cigars, they were out lying, dancing, they were partying and no riots. They were just peacefully having a good time all over this country from from Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, San Francisco. People were in the streets partying like their team had won a championship because that says a lot that people that the diverse people of the United States finally felt like they have elected a president and a vice president that will speak for them and not just one demographic of this country. It felt like we could breathe. It felt like we can finally exhale a little bit because the tension in this country is so, it was so thick from the moment Trump took over in January 2017. You could cut it with a knife. And there are leaders from all over the world that tweeted their congratulations to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Of course, those leaders weren't Putin and um, uh, Little Kim with his acne rockets. Of course not. But That just goes to show you the American people have spoken. 75 million people in this country voted for Joe Biden. The most that has ever voted for a president by the popular vote. He won 75 million people. But at the same time, 70, 70 plus million people said that he deserved four more, that Trump deserved four more years. So this election just showed that we are very much divided in these yet-to-be United States of anxiety. That's what it felt like. That's what it looked like. 75 million people voted for Biden. 70 million people voted for Trump. We are very much divided, and it looks like that's the way it's always going to be. But it is a new day because 75 million people exercised their right to vote. They made their voices heard, and it came through loud and clear. It's a new day. <clears throat> and one of the first things that Joe Biden said in his accept in his congratulations um, in, in his victory speech is that he is getting a task force together to fight this virus. And he said he was going to start picking members of that force today. That goes to show you that he is taking this virus seriously. It's not a hoax. It's not fake news. It's not something that you can just hope and wish is gonna go away. No, this virus is here. And Joe Biden is taking it seriously. That's the first thing that in order. That's the first thing he needs to attack as soon as he gets in office, because this vehicle that is called America. Trump pretty much drove it off the road and we are. And we've been in a ditch for a long time. So now Joe Biden and Kamala Harris has to get this vehicle called America out of the ditch, get it back on the road and keep us between the lines, because there's a lot of work to do. There's a whole lot of work to do. And of course, Donald Trump is not going to go away quietly. He's not going to go away quietly. He's not going to go away and, and, and bow and gracefully bow out. He's going to pursue a lawsuit. He's going to sue pretty much every blue state that didn't vote for him. I've heard he's got a lawyer from anyone, a team of lawyers from anyone, 10 to 15 lawyers. They have already raised funds at even excess of 20, 25 million dollars for this lawsuit that's coming up. He's not going to go out gracefully. He's not going to concede. He's not going to call and wish the president to say congratulations. You won. He's not going to invite Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to dinner to at the White House for dinner and say congratulations. Job well done. I hope you do well in your in your term. No, that's not who he is. And I don't expect him to be that way. He's going to drag this out for as long as he possibly can. And it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. If the National Guard has to physically go into that White House on January 20th, because that's the date of the inauguration, and they have to physically drag the man out of the White House. But well, with that being said, it shouldn't have to come to that. But if they have to do it, so be it, because the American people have spoken. This, this, this nightmare, we can, finally, we can finally wake up from this nightmare called the Trump presidency. Excuse my language, but the shit show of a Trump presidency is over. It's over. There's no cheating. There's no fraud. There's no conspiracy. There's no cover-up. There's no fake news. There's no political hoax. You lost. You lost. The American people have spoken. More than the 70 million that wanted you back in. So if you don't mind, please pack your stuff. Get take your ignorant incompetent useless behind along with your useless spoiled family and get out because it's time it's a new day the american people have spoken and i cannot be happier because when kamala harris was giving her speech as being the first woman of color being the first woman to be elected as um, vice president she said she might be the first but she won't be the last and that sent something through me because my wife and i have a Our daughter will be four months on the November 15th. And the fact and I saw a little girl, a little black girl, cute little black girl, she had on a T-shirt that said, my vice president looks like me. And the fact that she, a woman who was born of a a lady for of, of, of an immigrant who came to this country, worked her way, worked her way through. Graduated from HBCU, went to Howard University, graduated HBCU, became a senator and worked her way up to the top and was born and and came into this country and is now the second highest seating in the second highest seat of this country. It just goes to show you that anything is possible. And that's exactly what I'm going to tell my daughter, that she can be anything. She can do anything because Barack Obama proved it in 08 and Kamala Harris is proving it now in 2020. So, congratulations to both of them. Don't ever think your vote does not matter because your vote matters. It truly does. Don't ever sit there and believe that. <clears throat> All right, let's get into some um, some college football, some college fo- football scores over the weekend from Friday, November six. call uh, my, my my Miami Hurricanes, the U, defeated North Carolina State forty by in a thrilling, nail biting shootout game, forty four to forty one. Um, also, later from that night, BYU had no problem against Boise State, defeating them fifty-one to seventeen. Uh, Indiana defeated the University of Michigan 31, thirty-eight to twenty-one. SMU defeated the University of Temple forty-seven to twenty-three. Uh, the Pack welcomed back Pack twelve in a thrilling game, a good game between USC and Arizona State. At USC defeated Arizona State twenty-eight to twenty-seven, and the nail biter Texas defeated West Virginia seventeen to thirteen. Liberty University. I think they are seven and zero. I had no idea where Liberty University was, who they were, where it was, where it was located. But I do now. Liberty University defeated the University of Virginia Tech thirty-eight to thirty-five. I think Liberty is now seven and zero. Marshall had no problem with UMass defeating them fifty-one to ten. Georgia defeating the University of I'm sorry, Florida defeating the University of Georgia forty-four to twenty-eight. Cincinnati had no problem with the University of Houston defeating them 38-10. Oklahoma absolutely had no problem with Kansas defeating them 62-9. Oklahoma State defeated Kansas State 20-18. Texas A&M in a rout all over South Carolina 48-3. Iowa State defeating Baylor 38-31. And definitely the shock of the football, of a college football night. The number one team, Clemson Tigers, were defeated by Notre Dame University in two overtimes. 47 to 40. Trevor Lawrence did not play again because of COVID. That may have had something to do with that loss, but as it but be that as it may, the University of Notre Dame defeated the number one team in the land, Clemson Tigers. They are no longer the number one team, defeating them 47 to 40. The crowd rushed the field. After the game, which could be quite dangerous in these times because of COVID, hopefully everybody had a mask on. Hopefully everybody gets tested That because that could have been a big super spreader because at the end of the game, emotions were running high. And you were excited. You weren't even thinking about COVID. You're thinking about your favorite team just defeated the number one team in the country. So hopefully now that it's been a couple days, hopefully everybody got tested that could get tested because that could have been a super spreader when you rush the field like that. <clears throat> in other scores, Ohio State defeated Johan Rutgers, 49-27. to Oregon defeated Stanford, 35-14. to Coastal Carolina defeated South Alabama, 23-6. And, of course, the Purdue-Wisconsin game was canceled because the number of cases of players in, in Wisconsin because of COVID-19. All right, let's get into some NFL action from this past week. Uh, the 49ers on Thursday, 49ers defeated, um, the Green Bay Packers defeated the 49ers by a score of 34-17, <sighs> my Dallas Cowboys, man, <laughs> came close, we almost could have pulled it out, but at the end, the Steelers stay undefeated, they're not 80-0, Pittsburgh defeated the Dallas Cowboys 24-19, to 19. and the scores that are coming up right now, just popping up on my phone, Uh, The Atlanta Falcons defeated the Denver Broncos 34-27. Oh, and a shocker that I didn't see coming yesterday. Buffalo Bills defeated the Seahawks uh, 44-34. I think Josh Allen had 300 yards passing and four touchdowns. He has definitely become their quarterback of the future, and that future is now with them. And a nail-biter, the Tennessee Titans defeated the uh, Chicago Bears 24-17. A.J. Brown caught a touchdown pass. Mississippi's Ole Miss, uh, Mississippi guy like myself. I think this is his fifth straight game with a touchdown pass, so congratulations to him. Baltimore Ravens defeated the Indianapolis Colts 24-10. Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Carolina Panthers 33-31. Patrick Mahomes has become the fastest quarterback to throw 100 touchdowns in his career. And man, that guy's just balling. He's just balling out of control. uh The Minnesota Vikings defeated the Detroit Lions 34 to 20. Dalvin Cook, that young man, is another one that's balling. He had 200 yards rushing yesterday and three touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. He is just, he's definitely leading the league, probably leading the league in rushing, either him or Derrick Henry. So, uh, the New York Giants defeated the Washington football team 23 to 20. Jacksonville Jaguars, I mean, the Tennessee, I'm sorry, Houston Texans defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 27 to 25. Las Vegas Raiders defeated the Los Angeles Chargers 31 26, and in a great game yesterday of the two young stud quarterbacks in uh, Kyla Murray and Tua and Tua Tagovailoa. I gotta learn how to say his name. Miami Dolphins came back and defeated the Arizona Cardinals by a score of 34 to 31, and then the nightcap, which was a one-sided, lopsided game, I did not see coming. The <laughs> New Orleans Saints went down to Tampa Bay and defeated and straight whopped <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 38 to three. At one point, it was 38 to nothing in the fourth quarter. So I'm just going to say that Tom Brady last night, last night, Tom Brady looked like a 43 year old quarterback. And that's that's just putting it mildly, so. Is what it is. I'm sure he'll bounce back. But last night the Saints had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers number, and it was not pretty. So, Drew Brees. I think he threw for over 200 yards and four touchdowns. I think he now has the record. The record that's going to go back and forth between Tom Brady and Drew Brees. He now has 569 touchdown passes total for his career. That's the most in NFL history. So. And I think Tom Brady is like four or five touchdown passes behind him, so that record is gonna go back and forth between them all year long. So, and tonight we have a Monday night game between the new, <clears throat> between the um, New England Patriots against the New York Jets. The Patriots are two and six, two and five, and the Jets are zero and eight. So, yeah, see if Cam Newton can get back on the winning track and get a get a get a much needed win because they need a win. Cam definitely needs to play better. I don't know if his shoulder is still affecting him. I don't know if he's because of COVID, but he has not looked that good. And I know the people in New England are not going to be patient with him. So hopefully Cam Newton has a good game and bounces back. See if the Jets can muster up anything. Hopefully um, Josh Adams gets more playing time. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing if he gets more playing time. In other sports-related news, the NBA players have decided... that they will start December 22nd of this year. This new season, 2020, 2020, 2021 season will begin December 22nd of this year. They have voted on that and they have decided that that game will start. Uh, they will start training camp, I believe two weeks before, two or three weeks before the season will start. So it'll probably around the 1st of December, the NBA draft will be sometime this month. I think November 18th or 19th, if I'm not mistaken. So they have decided that the NBA season will start December 22nd they were going to lose if they would have started in january they could have lost anywhere from five to six hundred million dollars if they would have started in january as opposed to december 22nd that's tv contracts player contracts revenue concessions it's just amazing that (laughs) the amount of money that they lose in a week or in three days is amazing so LeBron James, I don't know if he says he might cherry pick the first month of the season. If there's anyone that deserves to cherry pick or load manage, it's definitely LeBron. So, I could definitely see him playing opening night because that's opening night. You're the champ. That's special. You get your championship ring. You get to raise the banner in the arena. So, I could definitely see him playing that night. I could also see him playing Christmas Day because NBA, Christmas Day, they're synonymous with each other. That's A tradition that I can remember as far back as far back as I can remember being with your family, opening gifts, eating food, listening to Christmas music and watching NBA basketball on Christmas Day. So I could definitely see him playing those two days. And then after that, saying, I'll see y'all around around MLK Day, which is another big NBA day. So if there's anybody that deserves to load manage this first month of the season it's LeBron James. The rest of y'all. Can get on the court and let's get the season started <clears throat> in other news um two men were arrested and charged at the Pen- pennsylvania convention center during the election night i believe those two men were from virginia they drove up with a vehicle loaded with weapons and may have had a bomb inside the weapon trying to cause harm because that's when the votes were being counted in the election so this. I think they were charged and arrested. I did not get their names, but the fact that they made it all the way from Virginia to Pennsylvania and got close enough to the convention center, you know they were there to cause harm. And God knows what they were going to do. But the fact that they thank God that they were arrested and charged and in custody at this time. Also, another election news, uh, Mississippi changed their flag. I am definitely happy to see that me being born and raised in mississippi the fact that that flag has changed after over a 100 years 150 something years of having that confederate stamp on the flag and now it's a beautiful design with the magnolia flower and saying in god we trust it's a flag that represents all of mississippi it's a flag that that represents that mississippi is making changes it's progressing it's moving forward It's something that all Mississippians, not one demographic, but all Mississippians can be proud of. And you mark my words. The fact that they changed that flag, finally changed that flag. Watch how Mississippi progresses now. Watch the businesses, the money, the people that are going to want to come into Mississippi and do business and the economic growth that is going to bring the state of Mississippi because they changed that flag Mississippi, I'm proud of you and I salute you for doing so. They also agreed to medical marijuana, which is also going to bring <clears throat> economic growth to the state of Mississippi and get people that truly need the help, the help that they need. Because it's a certain criteria that you have to meet as far as health problems or health issues that you're dealing with. But getting the people that they need it without having to depend on pills and p- pills for this or pill for that when they can have a medical marijuana that can go in and cure them of what they're dealing with and not have them hooked on pills is, is, is killing so many birds with one stone. So, so congratulations to the state of Mississippi for that. <clears throat> also, New Jersey state of New Jersey, Montana, uh, it's other states that agree to recreational marijuana in this election. So it's, Some people might frown upon it or look down on it on when they think about marijuana. But the fact of the matter is, the bottom line is the marijuana is a big business. It's a bottom line business. And the states of Washington, uh, Oregon, California, Colorado, these states, Illinois, these states are making hands over fist, buku amount of money. The money is coming in. It is flowing like a river. And now these other states are going to benefit from it, just like these states have done. And it's only a matter of time before the entire country finally legalizes marijuana and sees that the money that comes from it is going to be through the roof. And another thing, every felon that's in prison right now that has been arrested or charged with marijuana should be let go immediately. And their record needs to be expunged. Because you you have people that are sitting in jail right now who went to jail or incarcerated for selling a marijuana. Now that marijuana is legal, now that it's being voted in that you can have it as recreational, you can use it for medical purposes. These people whose lives were torn apart and ruined because they were selling marijuana, they need to be released now. Their records need to be expunged and they need to be compensated. Yes, immediately. That's just my take on it. Also, <clears throat> oh, I want to say, um, good to see Delonte West is progressing in his rehab. Uh, shout out to Mark Cuban for recognizing his brother needed some help, and he went and got him some help, and he's in rehab. He's he's getting stronger. He looks better he, for the short amount of time that he's been in there. Hopefully, he can, even if, it, even if he doesn't play basketball again, hopefully, the man can get back on his feet and land on his feet and take care of himself and his family. So that's the most important thing, that he be as healthy as he possibly can be. So also I want to say over the weekend, congratulations to Whitney Houston and the Notorious B.I.G. Biggie Smalls were both inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, it's one of those things where it's bittersweet because you wish they could have been here to be inducted in person. But it just just goes to show you the level of impact that their music and that who they are as people Hopefully their family can enjoy this and take some solace that knowing that that as a musician, I mean, that's having a platinum record, uh, having platinum records and selling out tours and getting winning Grammys. Those are some of the things as a musician. Those are some of the peaks of being a musician, but definitely going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because that speaks to all genres of music. And when you're inducted there, that that not too many people get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So congratulations to Whitney Houston and the Notorious B.I.G. for going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And on some sadder note, note, just wanted to say rest in peace to Alex Trebek. Um, He passed away yesterday at the age of 80 from his fight with pancreatic cancer. He fought as long as he could and he was still trying to, Trying to thinking he was gonna be able to come back and do a show, but um, he's been the only host of of Jeopardy that I remember going all the way back. I believe it was to 1984. He did over 8,000 shows. That just goes to show you the level of consistency and the professional and the and the good man that he was. That. He would. He wasn't even gonna let his 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 illness stop him from doing his show that he did for so many years, and the fact that he they said he jokingly said he was just he was just getting on to do the show to pay back some student loans, and he turned it into a career and turned it into a legend. <laughs> so, just want to say my condolences to his wife and to his family. Uh, he will definitely be missed. He would definitely he was a, definitely a fixture a standard on television. It just goes to just like him and Pat Sajak with Wheel of Fortune. It's this I couldn't see nobody else hosting those shows because they started around the same time and they they've been the only host that I've ever known. So it's just <clears throat> if they do decide to um, continue in Jeopardy, I don't know who to be the host, but it's just gonna look weird without Alex being there. So just want to say rest in peace to him and my condolences to his family. And you are definitely in my prayers. And Alex, you you fought the fight as long as you could. Now take your rest, man. Rest in peace. <clears throat> and as always, we can all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, statuses. But we are more alike than we are different. When we can see each other as human, find common ground and interests, begin to pick each other's brain and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully. Only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. Another episode of The Bridge. we get out with Big Ron Brown, Big Cush, King Cush is all the same. Uh, just bring you my humble opinion about things I like to talk about. So I will be posting this on all social media platforms. And get at me when you get a chance. And um, I'll talk with you guys later. You guys, you guys have a good day. Peace.